Okay, we good? I'm ready. Deep cleansing yeah. breath. <laughs> you need to amp you up, Bob. You don't need to be cleansed. I know, right? Oh my god. <laughs> Do a line and start the show. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The snow just flew right up my nose and then I was ready. <laughs> I am actually a boy, your host, Bob. These are my co-hosts, Alex and Andy. <laughs> Introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Andy, and I'm the reason no one goes into the walk-in fridge alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Alex, and oh, you're going to enjoy living with us so much. Yes, I know you are. <laughs> we have with us again our guest host, Brooke. Hi, I'm Brooke, and I'm the girl screaming, there's a boat! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so in case you haven't guessed, we're not actually going to do a short again today. We're just going to go straight into the Nougat Center. This is Sleepaway Camp, another classic of trashy fucking cinema. Let's go. Your thoughts first, Alex. I'm really just thinking about what candy bar only has a Nougat Center. Most of them only Three only. Musketeers. Oh, yeah. It's, Three Musketeers is only Nougat. Well, what was the candy-coated outside? Isn't that normally the short? I mean, technically, chocolate is candy. I feel like we're doing a baby Ruth. We're just the we're just nuts. <laughs> we're having chocolate discussion again. <laughs> we're just yeah! floating a pool. And yeah, exactly. it shit. Yeah. <laughs> this, this intro is floating around in a pool. Like as a long as Ruth. we're not discussing peanuts and people's asses again, we're okay. Oh, but that oh. movie. God um, damn it! I, no, no. Mm. So, sleepaway camp we can say was my idea because I did suggest it. Yeah. Um, I did horribly suggest it because of. Of Brooke, and I, I do need to start by saying that in my mind, there was not going to be someone who would come to the show and not know about the ending. Right. Uh, we it, assumed so much about so, you, Brooke. I'm we're so gonna sorry. Spoil the I know. Crap out of this podcast, just so everyone knows. You're not alone. I thought I'd seen it too, but I was wrong. <laughs> That's the thing. I had the same thought. I'm like, I know I've seen this before. Like. I, no. How could I not no. have seen Sleepaway Camp? No. So but, just yeah. It's one of those. It's one of those movies that like when I was like twelve and I would like go wander around like the old video store. Oh, that, Blockbuster. We no, it wasn't see. even Blockbuster. Yeah. It was like a crappy one in yeah. like a strip like mall. Movie right. Central. Right. right. Movie yeah. town. And so like I would wander around and like like I wasn't old enough to rent movies and my parents wouldn't rent any of the horror movies, but I would just like stand there and like check out all of the boxes on the wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just like wow, that looks amazing. Sleepaway Camp was always one that I looked at. That was the best part. For me, it was Sleepaway so Camp good. too because it had Jason's mask and Freddy's right. yep. hand yes. coming out of her backpack, and I was like, I want to see that so bad. Yep. I think this was actually before Sleepaway Camp Two happened. Is how old I am. Oh my god. Yeah. So the real question is, do you think Movie Town is near Lesbian Town? Or Triangle Town. It's in yes. Pound Town, though. Oh, definitely. Pound near Pound Town. Yeah. Yeah. And that's near Clown Town. <laughs> that's like our mutual friend who just wants to have a clown orgy on top of giant pizzas. I will let him do that. Yeah, you'll watch and record it for posterity. No, I will join the fuck no, in. No, I'm sorry. I said posterity. I meant... You said uh, posterior. Yeah. I think that's a slip. Yeah. <laughs> you meant posterior. No, I meant posterity, but I was trying to think of the word that sounds like that that means money, and I'm just, my brain stopped. Prosperity. Yes, that was the other one. That was what I was going to try to correct myself, and that joke failed so miserably. I'm so sorry. It crashed so and sorry. burned. In fact, it's so bad. Let's just talk about that joke some more. Okay, right? That's how we do it. 
you want to run it into the ground like this does about weird sexual habits. Oh, God. (laughs) Because, you know, unlike other movies where you die if you have sex in Sleepaway Camp, you die if you have weird sexual interests and want to accomplish them. Right. I don't think anyone actually gets to have sex in this movie, but they try and try again. No, this this is very odd for a slasher film because usually slasher films were an excuse for the girls to get their tits out. That right. never happens in this movie. And no. yet... We get a lot and of there's a reason for that. And because of this movie, like, this was shot in the early 80s, and they had those horrible, super tight boy shorts, Ooh, which oh, I remember. Right? Yeah. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. is rocking this so gigantic... terrible. Everybody's rocking this huge dick print in all over this movie. I know. I just ruined my entire <laughs> life. It's and dicks it. all the way down. It's <laughs> so terrible. Most of the guys... cast is under 18. Yeah. It's right. uncomfortable. There's no. even a guy standing about to, to go swimming and he's in his underwear and I'm just like, holy oh, crap. They I'm, went I'm having dipping. trouble yeah. telling yeah. the difference between his dick and his balls in this well, thing. It's like, right? what's going on? No, the it's one, kind of mushing everything right there. The one camp counselor who is obviously General not under 18 no, Ron, Ron. wore like the shortest red shorts and was always just a bulge plenty. Yeah. Yeah. I seriously yes. watching it was like, did he wear underwear? Like, is there space? No, there wasn't. Was no. There... <laughs> I thought it was funny that as homophobic as No panty as this lines film because is... no panties. <laughs> right. As homophobic <laughs> as this film is, uh, everybody's dressed in what eventually becomes the stereotypical Halloween gay costume. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, ah. those boys are real okay with just being naked around each other. They right. are like, you suck, girls. We're just going to go skinny dip together. Like, what? Yeah, and you expect the towel snapping. And This the... is what this is what I always wanted through my childhood. Right. This is not what happens. What happens is the boys I want go, my first gay summer camp experience. Exactly, no. In the real world, the boys would all say, well, if the girls aren't going to get naked, then we are. And I'm like, no. I just wanted you to get naked. God. (laughs) (laughs) Not in this movie. This movie, they're like, yeah, let's all strip and just play in the water together for no reason. Right. And, I mean, we say that the cast was under 18, but we know that Hollywood doesn't work well, like that's, that. Well, that's the thing about this is, yeah. uh, there were actually a lot of the, most of the people in this movie were age appropriate. He actually oh. cast people to play the, uh, who were of that age yeah. to play the characters that they were. That feels even creepier than it's, I was yeah. even aware. No. So, like, <laughs> the, the counselors were, creepy. the counselors were, like, young adult, they, but they, right. didn't, they didn't have, like, 22-year-old people trying to play, like... You know, Angela was. I think the actress who played Angela was like literally twelve at yeah. the time. Oh, that's oh, disturbing. Geez. I know. But you know what we didn't do? We didn't give details. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I was. I, I had. I had the phone, but like you, you went on talking we about did. your prostate. Told and I, I did tell him it. too. Because I am the. <laughs> I am the, the most efficient host. Today. I just. I try. <laughs> I am. I am the most efficient host. In Deep. the worst way, awful. Yeah. Awful. You've efficiently awful. skipped the important parts. I have. Sleepaway camp. <laughs> Keep away, Kim. Keep away, Kim. Starling. My name is Special Agent Clarice Starling. Oh my god. Excuse me. Andy is a spoiler. Suffering succotash. Oh wow. Sleepaway Camp. No child listening to this will ever get that reference. No child. No children listen to this anyway. No one will I certainly hope not. Jesus. Parents, oh, get your children away from It's rated off. M no. for mature. And if any and if any of your children are out there listening, for God's sake, don't wear the boy shorts from the eighties. Don't. Don't. <clears throat> Once you turn eighteen, wear it all you want, kids. Do it. Do it. I've tried like five times. Do it. Uh, sleepaway camp. Nineteen eighty three. Rated I was R. Ten. Uh, Angela Baker, a traumatized and very shy young girl, is sent to summer camp with her cousin. 
Shortly after her arrival, anyone with sinister or less than honorable intentions gets their comeuppance. That is the worst synopsis. Comeuppance! That is a terrible synopsis. <laughs> that is the worst word. That is a terrible that word. That's my favorite word. What are you talking along about? Along with moist and underpants. Just no. <laughs> really uncomfortable. Wait, moist wait. underpants comeuppance. <laughs> are you dislike moist? I'm are you not one of those people. I'm not. I'm actually not one of those people. I don't dislike the word moist. I do, however, hate the word underpants. Under. It says you don't wear them. True. Mm. True. Anyway, <laughs> um, written and directed by Robert Hiltzik. Starring Felisa Rose, Jonathan Tiersten, Karen Fields, Christopher Collett. Collett? Collett. Shit. Collett? Uh, it's actually... Collett? Oh, it's Collet, I think, actually. Uh, who I actually recognized from another movie. He was in, like, the Manhattan Project. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm old. Um, and my personal favorite, Paul D'Angelo, as Ronnie. Oh. His dick print was Ronnie. the biggest of all. I mean, oh my God! Was he also under eighteen? <laughs> no. Only okay person. then. Oh, good. Then commence talking. Commence <laughs> first. Ronnie was the he was like commence. the lead counselor, the, the guy who was like oh. in the back. He was in the background lifting weights in several scenes for yeah, no reason. Like the muscle bound Fonzie with, with oh, yeah. the camera directly at his crotch. Yeah, there's one scene. There's one scene where um. No, I have knowledge that I have to talk about. Where, I can't help it. Where old Mister, what's his name, like has Ricky by the arm, and, yes. and everybody's oh, swimming, and well, Ronnie is in the background, way in the background. Lift working out. <laughs> Why is he? No one else is no, there because he was there. party. Damn right. So Robert uh, Hiltzik yeah. has only written and directed all of the Sleepaway Camp movies. No, well, that's not true. He, that is true. I'm looking. He didn't. He had nothing to do with uh, either two or three. That's not what it says here on IMDb. Because no, he didn't do those. Somebody else did them. He wrote them and produced them. Did he didn't necessarily direct. Because I've been reading interviews with him like all No, he weekend. wrote and produced yeah. every single one, and he is self-employed as a lawyer. I know. I know that. Um, I love him. But no, because like Which he, explains how he could get away with so many naked preteens. He made the first one, and then I thought that somebody else, maybe they gave him credit because they were using his crap, but he didn't He didn't actually make another one until... Uh, return. The, the return. The sixth, the fifth one. Right. Because like the second and the third one were somebody else... Someone else directed those, right? But and I, then there it was looks like he produced, which means he paid. Uh, yeah, maybe they just gave him credit because they were using his stuff. You know, they give you a credit when you're an executive producer. Yeah, if you're just enough. a producer, you put money down. Uh, right. <laughs> right. So, um, so who produced the fourth one, Sleepaway Camp in Space? The fourth one is just Sleepaway Camp Four. Oh, there is no in space. Thank fuck. No, yeah. no, no. When you take a decidedly earthbound franchise and put it yet. in space, there has to Shut be. Up. There has to be. You don't like Jason in space. It's I don't so like good. anything. They, it is so good. It is. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, generally they tend to be like the deliciously awful sort of thing. It, but no, Leprechaun in space is absolutely oh my God. awful. But it's horrible. If Jason X, Jason in space, Hellraiser, Hellraiser in, space in space was not good. But that's because it was like not a Hellraiser from the last minute. They're like, whoops! Oh, Hellraiser's here. Right, oh, yeah. head. Yay! <laughs> oh, <laughs> suck my balls. I thought that was called Stop Event Horizon. Putting things in space. I Dracula in space. I liked you know, it too. Event Horizon was supposed to be in space, though. Don't take something that. That is decidedly earthbound, like Friday the 13th, like Leprechaun, like Dracula, um, and slap it on a space station. Me. Stop it. Jason is magically healing and was frozen for a really long time until they recovered him I by space. Care. I don't care. God, he's an care. earth artifact and they were taking him for auction. <laughs> I don't care. That's why it makes sense. Yeah, but that also uh, had fucking space ninjas in it. And no. no she was an android. Frozen head that he smashes yes, into that frozen like, pulp. Pretend Catherine just Heigl. Fabulous. <laughs> 
Katherine Heigl, who likes to pretend she has a career. Oh, uh, that's because she pissed off Shonda. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes, You can't yeah. piss off Shonda Rhimes nowadays. That's you not can't. an option. You can't. Shonda Rhimes, we love you, and we are happy to be sponsored by you in any of your TV shows. Everyone, just send us money. What? So Sleepaway Camp. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I've, I've, uh, the, the deets are already gone. You can stop. The deets are gone. I think and it's we, hilarious. The, the way this movie starts is just so classic. It's just, it, it boils yeah. down to, come on, let me drive the boat. No, you're a girl. Girls are stupid. <laughs> her, her. Come on, I really want to do it. I'm driving the boat. I can't pay any attention. Yeah. Oh my God, there's a, there's a boat turned over. You're going to kill people. Because ah! <laughs> girls are dumb. It, it, girls are dumb and can't drive a boat. Girls are so stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> what am, I, if you're, like having someone ride behind you, why would you ever drive toward land? And that girl did not want to be skiing. Like, what was oh, the deal? She's like, oh, please, she's... can I get off this? Oh, she's like, it's on a dare the, or something. Her, and then after the action, she's like, it's they like, have they like focus the camera like on. Her. Why are you the jumping water, the, the shark? Screaming for like two minutes. Like, I know. Why why are you literally jumping the shark in the franchise before the franchise begins? <laughs> before it even begins. God oh. damn it! And I love that that was the most bloodless. Like boat accident in the history of boat accidents, right. like he went over the complete unbloody dead body. It looked body. like it smashed his head. Yeah. When his body right. was floating up. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait!" And it's like, "Oh God, he's still got a head." Yeah, that's right. The movie still is attached. almost completely bloodless. I know. Almost. It is. almost. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of stuff. That's because they couldn't blood. afford the, the fucking when, corn syrup. When, when the when the freaking when the bees <laughs> go syrup. into the into oh. the toilet, we're basically like oh, watching God. his ankles while he's yelling off camera. <laughs> right. So he's just like, "Ah, not the bees! They're in my eyes!" Oh my God. So, as we all know, I mean, this is your standard summer camp slasher with the twist ending, which is, like, the worst twist ending. It's well, horrible. Yeah. And I think I mean, this one was made right after Friday the 13th, right? Yeah. Because I think it's somebody said, hey, that was really fabulous. Let's do exactly out. the same thing. Yeah. So Quickly. In 80, three weeks, let's make a script. 81 right. was Friday the 13th. 80 was Friday the 13th. Oh, sorry. 81 was Friday the 13th, part two. This was the same year as Friday the 13th, part four. Mm. Right, so yeah, this was 83. Yeah, and then we wouldn't get a part five until like 85. Wait, 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 no, because yeah. four, four came out after 83 because it was the final chapter. That was, that was... <laughs> they call it the final chapter. I know, they call right? it the final chapter, but that was just... I thought it was... I'm just got. used to being lied to by Hollywood. Well, that's, that's the way they look straight Freddy's into the camera. Freddy's final <laughs> nightmare was actually the end of that series, but Jason, the final chapter was... Friday the 13th, the final chapter was not... No, Freddy's dead the final night, except that... Oh, I guess they, yeah, because then they went all meta and did that yeah, terrible that w- new nightmare. The new nightmare know. is not Freddy; it's a different being. It, it's it's, also a, not it's good. a demon who just looks like Freddy and yeah. has knives for fingers. Yep, yeah, part three was eighty-two. Final chapter was eighty-four. So okay. the gap was actually eighty-two to eighty-four because then a new beginning was eighty-five. So I just had eighty-four, yeah. eighty-three mixed up. <clears throat> That's fucked. Yeah. But yeah, so we already we had already had part three, which means Jason had a hockey mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got to see Sloth's Day Out, which is my term for Friday Thirteen Part Sloth's Three. Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sloth's Day Out is takes Manhattan. <laughs> No, no, that's the Marshmallow Man who's returned. Oh, okay. Because when he takes his mask off in that one, he looks like the Marshmallow, the Marshmallow Man. Man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When he takes his mask off, he, he seriously has like the there one is no Jason eye, like Zool. sloth. Like... Wait, I think three is the is the one I've seen the most. Three is really funny, by the way. We're not this talking one about Feldman, isn't it? No. Yeah, that's four. Oh, okay. Four, uh, four, four and five. Four, four and five have Feldman. Yeah. Um, yeah. He came back for like five seconds of With five. his yeah. weird ass psychic powered oh wheelchair that bullshit. Was, yeah. That was. The psychic uh, was in seven. I don't care. 
I don't care. I forgot about that. Her dad yes. coming out of so, the water. But, yeah, the we can still see your dirty pillows. Fantastic. The best part about <laughs> Part Three is you can totally family circus the shit out of it and trace the path of Jason. I challenge everyone watch that movie and you can literally watch Jason walks into the barn. Other people walk into the barn. Jason kills them. Jason mm-hmm. walks out of the barn and goes behind the bushes and then you see him like looking at people behind the bushes. Jason walks into the house like you can family circus dotted line that motherfucker. But can we family thing. circus sleep away camp which is the actual movie we're talking about right no. now. Uh, but you know, what you have to give him what you have to give sleep away camp credit for is it has some of the most just creative deaths. It does. Deaths by yes. bees. Deaths by right. hair curler. Right. You know, right. Deaths, deaths by, by rape with a hair curler. It was in her mouth. It's implied. I... Oral rape is still no. rape. I'm gonna tell, is, no, no, no. I... It was not in her mouth. Okay? You see where her hands come up in shadow? That curler went nowhere near where her mouth would be. All right. No, 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 no. But still, <laughs> that that's just, you know, there, there used to be an urban legend about... Um, one of the owners of a auto ship uh, of an auto dealer here where he got caught cheating and his wife decided to do something wonderful with a with a hair curler oh, and gosh. um you never see him on television anymore it's just his son now <laughs> so, i'm sure that's why yeah yeah probably but no, again no feeding into the urban lesson I mean, now that he's got to deal with the cloth. I would like to point out that um, um, when you're uh, forcibly inserted by an object, it's just referred to as sodomy. It's not referred to as rape. True. (laughs) But we all know what... This movie was made by a lawyer, so it's important that we get all of our terms perfectly correct. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because everything about this movie is so correct. Right. So so delightfully correct. I'm sure he he had many, many, like, pedophile clients that he, like, you know, helped... Which, oh, expl- which explains the kitchen dude. Oh, that guy. That guy. Also, you know, first of all, can we at least get attractive pedophiles? I would he never. Wasn't here, no. <laughs> no, 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 weird ass fetish. Do you have? No, we <laughs> don't. No. Like, this is a guy. Even before he opened his mouth, I'm like, I'm not eating any corn that comes out of his pot. Oh. No. no. By the way, what the fuck was that pot? That was a really oh my God. humongous pot for no reason. That's also, a serious what pot. Do you mean for what? no reason. Wait, wait, wait. It was to cook a whole shitload of corn let, to feed a let, bunch of kids. You don't need a pot that big for that. Oh my God. <laughs> right. So don't you need a pot a that big to, large pot. You need a pot that big to actually cook one of the children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So the thing about that pot was the water was steaming, <clears throat> dry ice, before it was boiling. <laughs> But once he opens it and it's no longer steaming, he's like, oh, yep, it's ready to boil. Excuse me, what? Water right. doesn't steam less when it's boiling. That's right. that's not how it, water This water's works. too hot for corn. I know, seriously. <laughs> Some kind of weird-ass, like, okay. And I thought it was really, really yeah. kind of him to grab the pot and pull it over onto himself as he fell. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he yeah. wouldn't have died. There's this whole so, weird thing where he's, like, so kind. clearly standing on the chair and just, like, Sort of like touching the shelf. Yeah, leaned a little right. bit. He's like slightly. touching the shelf, like, "Hey, man, cut it out." <laughs> yeah. For some reason, Talk I can't about, stand up straight. Yeah. My favorite was oh, like, no. just I'm jump to the down. side. I know. Like, <laughs> you have the least. Like, you, I don't even want to call this murder anymore. Like, <laughs> right? this was suicide. Yeah, like assisted suicide. And, still, and yeah. even if what was gonna happen if she pushed you into the pot, you would get like a tiny burn on your chest. Like, right. Right. but when you because fall and you grab, grab it, the pot that is jerk. obviously not attached to anything that would have been three right. million pounds because of the amount of water in it. Exactly. <laughs> a gallon of water weighs that, eight pounds. Yeah. 
how many gallons do you think were in that pond? So many. Exactly. Three million divided by eight. It was like, <laughs> like a gigantic fucking 50-gallon drum of corn. Completely unnecessary. Like, I don't even... How can we even pretend, like, the corn at the top and the corn at the bottom <laughs> would equally cook? I mean, and how are you going to stir that shit? With, like, a telephone pole? One of the oars from the boat. Right, an oar. <laughs> which, you know, some people just should have been slapped with because an oar is the best thing to beat people with when mm-hmm. they deserve it. I kind of wish Creepy Old Man had that when he beat that child. Oh yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. He was just pummeling that child, and he's Speaking like, oh, but pedophile destroyed right. by the elderly. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> That was a little weird. Get off my lawn! (laughs) I love that 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 was the point where I was like, oh, yeah, this is getting kind of dark. It got real dark. Yeah. Well, I I was just like, he was so... No wonder a pedophile kept his job being so (laughs) open about his pedophilia. I know. Yeah, not even hiding it. Like, the other cooks were just like, ha, 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 you got your inclinations, bubba. Let's see. (laughs) Look, wait, wait, wait. I have the the dialogue right here. Oh, good. Let's see, Artie. Artie says, look at all that young friend chicken where i come from we call them baldies makes your mouth water don't it and ben ben replies Artie, they're too young to even understand what's on your mind and Artie said there ain't no such thing as being too young you're just too old fuck you and then everybody stands around and laughs i know <laughs> like this is the best thing in the world huh dirty old man her i feel fuck like these are all off. mandated reporters too like they're oh, failing yes. right <laughs> oh no oh, oh my god Artie, that's so funny and, and he he's so funny when he talks about oh that's Artie. that's just Artie. Oh. The... he's like the 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 southern relative that you know we parade instead of locking them in the attic you know what who's worse though is the camp counselor who just brings the child back to the kitchen go Talk to the obviously pedophilic and drooling chef, oh, and I'll leave you alone. I have a call right. to take. And when the children run out of there, the old right. guy that runs the place, he's like, huh, I guess you did upset them. Hmm. Yeah. And he's rubbing his chin like... Smoking his cigar oh, in the I middle guess of you the did. kitchen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, obviously, my God. like, you know, flicking his ass into, into the, the food. food. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, why are these kids just not all dead from, like... Listeria. Right, listeria or just <laughs> general... You know, being in the general vicinity of Artie, because... I don't know. Oh, well, my God. Oh, yeah, that was just... And everybody expects Artie to be the killer, but... Oh, but can mm. we talk about the way Artie died? The the physical effects that they did of uh, those blisters yeah, appearing and filling really a lot of fun. I, I thought that, that was amazing. Yeah. Was yeah. Cool. Like, oh. I love that they spent so much time, and then you saw the one blister, like... Oh, like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> so bladder, yes, yes. Bladders and syringes. Mm. And the paramedics that picked him up were legit paramedics yeah, they were real. in that town. Like, they, they were, they <laughs> were <laughs> actors. They're just like, whatever, let's just get this bitch out of here. Right. <laughs> we don't care. And I love that... Um, we're getting the, paid scale. We don't give a shit. By the way, I would not take a $50 raise to not tell the authorities about how the, <laughs> the, pedophile. the pedophile got <laughs> boiled to death by the pot that was far too large. Right. <laughs> Right, and everyone else gets a five dollar raise. What I know, but I, I mean, just, I don't just like when, um, it's like when I, old man, I don't even know his name. I just keep thinking of his old man Withers, whoever the, the old owner. Man Withers. Let's just call him. That. His name is Old Man Withers now. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, it's like talking to Ronnie, and he's like. Uh, we gotta shut these guys up and I want Ben to be in the background like I can hear you. Yeah, <laughs> right. seriously. Uh, oh my god, this this movie is. So- and I, it's so bad, but it's so delightful. delightfully bad. I love it. It's fun. Damn. Um, and it's insane uh, that Judy, the one girl, is so jealous of Angela. 
Oh my god! For, like for what reason? She's a real carpenter's dream. Flat as a board and needs a screw. She gets to. She, <laughs> why does she get to talk to boys all day and we have to we play, play volleyball? Right. Uh, and that kid was like, "Oh, wait till you see Judy." And we saw Judy, and I was like, "Judy ain't shit." Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Dude, Judy's Judy is she literally is, a whore. I like, know. We're not even making fun of her. She is legit. Like in right? the movie, trying to get some coin, get some yep. money. She is preparing for her future. I mean, future. just go see Artie. He's got you. Seriously? He's got you. No, she's too old for Artie. She is. Is she? Does it really matter? Because Artie's gross. Come on. <laughs> Artie's gross, but old man withers is too. Yeah. Especially when Meg is like, so I'd like to come by your house later today. And I was I like, know. oh my God, she's totally into it. I know. <laughs> I love that when she was like, I mean, I've had my daddy moments. <laughs> I, there, I still point. have my daddy moments, but I'm also 44 years old. <laughs> and so there's also, a daddy moment, and there's like ancient grandpa who's just never not smoking a cigar. I mean, I know guys that are totally into moment. the gerontophilia thing, but I am I, shaming them I, in this moment. Yeah, <laughs> girl, she's horrible. She gets punished like five times for being the worst uh, camp counselor ever. I mean, she could be like that one girl in Sleepaway Camp Two that just gets shoved into a porta potty. No, instead she shaken babies Angela until someone actually comes <laughs> oh, God, and stops yeah. her. That was so wild. She's like, why won't you talk? She like lost her shit. She, she, she won't is. talk to me. She totally went all British au pair. <laughs> I, I've been to a summer camp. They would love if everyone didn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. Those camp counselors are like, like, why won't you shut up? Why won't you give me intelligent conversation, children? God. <laughs> why are you all being so quiet? <laughs> Oh my god, I just can't. Between her and Judy, I wanted to be like, were you guys sisters? Are you like, are you bringing up your traveling prostitution act and you gotta get the competition out? (laughs) And then they go to throw her into the water and the little kid is trying to save her and and Old Man Withers is just grabbing him like, no, let them bully her. Well, I love it. Because bullying puts puts hair on your chest. Your chest on your hair or whatever. He decides that the little boy is the one killing everyone. Because that's the obvious conclusion. Yeah, that's because Ricky is like totally the. Yeah, yeah. He he, he drops f bombs, and that's how we know he's bad. Well, right. we know he's bad because he bullies the the Mozart, the glasses wearing person. Oh, yeah, oh yes, yeah. And so the, they they had and actually like glasses wearing kid ends up chasing him around the freaking place with a knife. with a knife. Yes, which and is which, and he's like, oh come on, he's I mean, just playing around. Yeah, because that's what? okay with it. Because that's the best response to bullying. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, obviously, if. You wake up with shaving cream on your face. The only response is to knife all of your roommates. Right, and then the idiot counselor's like, "I'm taking this knife and I'm going to put it right here, right where, where you, you see, like see it." Sounds like life easy with my to brother. Get to. Oh, I love this. I want it back. Well, I'll ask your mother if you deserve it. <laughs> no, I won't do anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not seeing where you're putting it at all. And what the hell? Who let those kids have a water balloon fight on a roof? That was so fucking random. Yeah, very <laughs> strange place. Yeah, they're just mountain goats. <laughs> Also, I mean, like children it, like to climb trees, okay. not buildings. It's kind of like it's actually like, and it follows. Like toward the end of it, follows. There's like, when, oh, the when nude it, guy on the there's roof. There's like a naked dude on the roof, and yes. I'm like, okay, I get that that's cool, and I'm all, I'm any excuse for full frontal male nudity is a good excuse, right? Yeah. I mean, I, almost, almost, almost. I would say this movie is the exception. <laughs> I will agree with you. <laughs> just, just remember, Bruce LeBruce did make a movie called Gerontophilia. I, I didn't need to remember that. Taking notes. It's... Oh my god! Of course, hideous. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, um, I've met your boyfriend. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> um, but 
So what was your favorite death in this movie? That's that's always a big deal. The bumblebees. Was it the bumblebees? The bumblebees. Yeah. Because that one, by the way, was he allergic? Did we get like a drop line about his? We didn't get a drop line because you really can't. But I mean, any person who gets stung from that many bee stings, yeah. No, you. Oh my god, that scene where the bees are just die. It's only poisonous to the effect that you are allergic to it. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the thickness of the bees on his face. I, I mean, yeah. I feel like you would die. I've, well, that's just, no, actually, no, because, like... Um, just from swelling, though. I mean, because really, scientifically would... speaking, potentially. But also... No, I, that's like tryptophan in turkey. You'd have to eat the whole turkey to get enough tryptophan to even... You don't even I, know. You know what me. I love is that we're talking about the realism of sleepaway camp. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I will sit and eat an entire turkey. He had all these bees all over his face, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, like, shit, people do that all the time. Bring me all the meat. Those bees weren't even mad. Those bees were just like, Some some women in L.A. are right now paying for that exact therapy. Shit, go to to Lithopolis. They they call Angelina Jolie's lips a bee stone. They have the bee festival where they have delicious honey. Yeah, it's a honey festival. My favorite was the old man... Withers or whatever the hell. I don't know. Withers? Withers? We've changed his name like five times. It doesn't it's matter. Withers, Wither old man with Jenkins. Yeah, old yeah, man he Jenkins. Got the, he <laughs> got the arrow in the throat. That was yeah, good. that was good. Yeah. Thrown by hand. Yes. Right. Thrown by Just hand. Whip. Yeah. That's I mean, like, granted, so Kevin Bacon died with an arrow through his throat. That's exactly but it was pushed it. through underneath. Yes, oh, which true. was oh, definitely my favorite death yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I, yeah, that's I just my really favorite like the, because it's Kevin Bacon. Which, this yeah. is how this I movie connects like to Kevin Bacon. I think I yeah. like the the the. Was it Judy? I think gets stabbed in the shower and oh, it drags just drags Meg it down, down as if she had oh, no spine or ribs. That was Meg. Meg died. Meg, excuse yeah, me. Meg died. I really died. enjoyed yeah. that a lot. And then she fell out totally bloodless. Yes. Yes. Right. With a channel down her back yeah. like it's yeah. Venice. That was a right. <laughs> channel. Channel. <laughs> and it ruined all of. I'm old going to London in February. Plan. Don't oh, hey, don't he, ruin the channel for me. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> he really did lose his shit. It he really did. Yeah. It's when he beat up one of his kids. I know who I know who kept me from getting laid tonight. It was that kid. Right? <laughs> this what parents let their kids go to this camp? I know. I know. This can't be the first time it's gone horribly wrong, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's also, been in existence is... for how long? Exactly. I think that, that, that if I were a parent and I brought my kid to this camp and like you see that guy standing there with that cigar, you're like. Come on, kids, get back in the car. We're going home. Right. Seriously, right. how I'm, many camp counselors have gotten pregnant I'm, from this camp? <laughs> just from being in Just the from Old Man Withers. Yeah, like, yeah. From him or from the chef. Like, seriously, how many people? I'm pretty they're sure there's just like airborne sperm just at that point. Oh, my God. It's like the. the, the it's, uh, I think that's called Piranha 3. It's dicks <laughs> all the way down. It, it's dicks. Oh, it's internals all the way down. It's just dicks. It's a piranha dicks. movie. <laughs> It's a camp on top of a penis, on top of a it's, penis, yeah, on top of a penis for eternity. Yeah, right. I also love that counselor. It's the middle of summer. The kids are wearing layers of clothing. They're inside of a sleeping bag and they're cold. <laughs> and oh, so the counselor's like, fine, I'll just leave all these children laying here asleep and drive you back. Oh, right. <laughs> back and there's just chopped beef everywhere but what kills me is that not not only are you know are we talking about the worst summer camp to spend to send your children to besides camp crystal lake no it's better than camp crystal lake i would like to say in friday the 13th part six those children had better camp counselors than this entire movie (laughs) (laughs) those counselors Huddle the kids from danger and protect them and listen to their ideas. But, and, I mean, yeah, in this movie, the cops even show up and they don't do anything. They no. just kind of walk around trying to. <laughs> this, where we else could know, we find a body? We all know that cops in horror movies are just useless. This They're, camp has a full time doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Who 
send your children to a summer camp that requires, requires. on-staff I mean, doctors? Most of, the, most of them do now. It's Nurses. They have nurses. They have NPs. We have a surgeon on staff. But in, right. the, in the 80s, you do not have a doctor. No summer camp should ever have the money to pay for a staff doctor. Right. Well, I mean, do you know how much it costs to send a kid to summer camp? I don't have kids, and but I know not, it costs thousands of dollars now. And now yeah. it is. Right. For that NP who takes half the salary. But still, in the right. 80s, I'm sure it was like 30 bucks and a pat on the ass. See you next month. Right. Here, here's, here's your bus ticket. There you go. That's what those shorts were for. The exactly. pat, but the pat on the ass is from Artie. <laughs> the pat on the ass is from a lot of different people. This right? Good Lord. That's for real. Oh, God. We don't know how many people, you know, <laughs> shared the children in that, that kitchen. Oh, God. There was a lot of people there who were tacitly okay with pedophilia. This camp is just, oh. like, precursor to many, many years of therapy. therapy. Actually, that's, the doctor is actually a psychiatrist, oh. and he's just building his patient roster for Right. Them. He, How did it feel when I touched you? He there? makes bank in the nineties. Oh. He's like, I remember oh. you were a little bad on this day. Who touched you then? Yeah, we, we've already had the discussion about the actual director of Jeepers Creepers, and now we're like, oh, this movie's great. So much <laughs> pedophilia everywhere. What the? Fuck well, are because we doing? this movie is so again, it's farcical. a matter. It's a matter of really recognizing is. what is wrong, right? And, and knowing that we can enjoy it while realizing that it's still wrong. And the thing about this movie, it's not playing pedophilia like it's a positive. True. No one is confused. It's still no, super no. creepy. It's like, definitely not glamorized. <laughs> we haven't talked about it yet, but even the ending scene is not played as if oh. What a revelation. Right. This was so realistic right. the whole time. The whole you know, time, yes. This movie oh. is, like, Paul, I watched this with my boyfriend, Paul. He only watched about half of it before he quit and went to sleep. Well, because it's Paul. But he totally was like, I'm just waiting for Divine to show up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like this is a John Waters movie. I know. I feel like Divine did show up in a beret at the beginning like, mm-hmm. of the <laughs> oh, Maybe. Yes, that's right. As long as Weird we didn't anus. get the yodeling anus again. Aye. We're talking a lot about pedophilia, which is one of the villains in the movie. But I, I yeah. want to talk about because this movie, I think the real villains are things that people were afraid of in the early eighties. Oh, of course, pedophilia, uh, uh, homosexuality, mm-hmm. and ultimately yes. people tricking somebody into thinking they're a yeah. girl when they're actually a guy. Uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. people still most, are actually most weird yeah. is transphobia. You know, give give Angela whatever credit you want to give her. She tried really hard to not ever get into that situation. Yes. Right? <laughs> totally. <She did. laughs> She ran every time. Like, every time. Let's hug. No, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> no. Why don't you shower with us, Angela? You might see my boner. I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was so, so creepy. And but, I, I wasn't expecting it. It was it was actually mm. shocking for me in a whole different way. Right. One, that face. Oh. That just stands that, there and it's just that, like, ah! That static mask. Rubber mask. I think they just thought we weren't going to notice. If you watch the entire credits, it's that image. Yes. The whole time. Right? Yes, yes it, is. it is. The whole Which time. Which is super fucking creepy. And in and of itself. For that, for those that haven't seen the movie, uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> or watch it all the way till the end and yeah, then stop it. Enjoy, but, you know. What, right. The really? big reveal, of course, is that Angela was actually her brother who survived and was the classic trans trope of being uh, uh, treated as if they're a girl because, oh, the aunt said, we can't have another boy in the house. It'll throw off the balance. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, like, I really like... <laughs> No the way you not. said that. Wait, wait, we have really... to take a moment and recognize that. No, 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 no. Tap herself on the chin. Oh, we just can't have that. No. I, feel, I, feel I have like, all these I pretty clothes like, that are going to waste. Why? I feel like 
she was. I think she thought she was in a completely different movie. Possibly. She, she was. And she thought she was, was in a John she? Waters film. I love. <laughs> I love her I want, too. Actually, I want her to be in a different movie. Let's watch Sleepaway right. Camp Two, which is just about that aunt. Yep. Like, <laughs> right. Let's watch her daily. Yes. She is but also a doctor, right? Need oh, I yeah. remind you, she did their physical examination. Right. Oh, that's them. right. Yep. Yes. yes. So that no one can we would watch know. the Grey's Anatomy version of her life? Like, go <laughs> right. see her work at the practice or whatever, please. Oh so my god. It, ultimately, the end is the killer is revealed to be the girl who is actually the boy and stands there completely naked with this horrible yell and yeah, covered I, in blood. And, covered in blood. Yeah. With, for the first oh my time, god, she's really a boy. In the whole movie is is right. Yeah, and the decapitated head of of yeah. the kid, the or, boyfriend. Yeah, kind of whoever. Thing. Which someone, by the way, stole that head from from the. Really? <laughs> someone stole it. Like they lost the head. Oh, poor head. <laughs> I, I think it's crazy. They tried to find a body double. They were like, okay, we need to find somebody with a penis of a child. <laughs> But a lot of pubic hair. A but a lot, lot of eight, 70 so pubic much. hair. Yeah. Like, and the guy was like, so I've much, got the penis of the so child. So much organic Actually, it wasn't even, I don't think it was even pubic hair. Like, that was just like, if I'm not mistaken, whoever it was I got was pretty fucking hairy, period. Yeah. Yes. I think so, yeah. Like, obnoxiously for like the I'm not going to hug you because you might get scraped by the Brillo so panel. For minute, no. So for a minute, I was actually kind of like, oh, the twist is she's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the twist is she's never discovered waxing. I, what I love about the movie is the people who wrote this movie got to that scene and went, I actually don't know where to go with this. Let's just cut. Let's right. just end the movie right, right here. Done. Really I, don't, I don't want to have to like deal with the aftermath or like say what happens next. Just, just cut. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't right. any of that sort of psycho denouement where like, oh, let's talk for 20 minutes about his motivations oh, yeah. of what actually happened. I, I won't even kill the fly. They'll right. never know it was, was me. Just like, and just right. in case people didn't know what that all meant when they saw it, somebody had to say, Oh my gosh, she's a boy. Yeah, <laughs> because yes. the it's not penis offensive enough. Right. The no, penis I, didn't give that away. I, I read a whole article. Some girls have a penis. Um, yeah. <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. That is true. You are I correct. read an article written by like a trans activist about this movie, and the article, which was was good at parts and then a little pedantic at parts, because yeah. she wrote a thousand words on that line. Oh really? And how that line in her childhood destroyed her mentally, oh, no. and like, and I was just like, I get it, and you have really good points, but there's like 15 paragraphs of like, I really understand right. that this line hurt you. Yeah, let's talk You're about this point. Hard. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about the other scene where the mother is obnoxiously like turning this poor traumatized boy into a girl against his will, right. mm-hmm. and how maybe we could talk about maybe he's not a trans person because this isn't his choice. He's right. not. He's probably not a woman in a man's body as right, much as just no. this. It's forced upon. Yeah, this right. possibly trans child abuse. mother is like <laughs> right. causing the child to go Do you through remember, this. There was actually a really well publicized case that was like that. It was a, I think it was in the sixties or seventies. There was a boy. The boy was born intersex. And, yeah. Um, and yes. sadly, that's twin, very common. Twin um, and and had a twin brother who was completely like cisgender, like yeah. not and. I guess their mother took them to a doctor who was like super, super thought he was on like the bleeding edge of stuff. And so the first thing they did was, of course, they did surgery on this. They on decided. This kid. The they kid decided what, to make him a girl. They should be, which is that still happens. Yeah. They, there when was somebody's a... born intersex, almost always they decide for the child what gender yeah. they're going to yeah. be, and they go ahead and have a surgery to try to. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. and they well. decided they decided to make him a girl, and then like the doctor like decided to make a test case out of these this pair of twins mm-hmm. uh, before we had things like ethics to try to <laughs> right this is uh, 
like ethics and not smoking and surgery. Like the doctor decides that he's like fucking Don Amici and the other dude in Trading Places. He's like, oh, nature versus nurture. Let's like, let's see what happens. Let's horribly abuse these children and see if one of them grows up fucked up. So interesting. So yeah. And so, how are you doing today, Doctor Mengele? So of course, so naturally, of course, like in all of the ways that matter, all of the the neurochemical kind of stuff. This was a boy. Yes. And so eventually, like, they, he got it figured out and he was able to, you know, and he, I'm was, t- I wish I could remember his name. I feel like I should remember so his name because it was a very, it was a very well publicized story. Yeah. I read about it in Rolling Stone Ooh. when I was there, in There was a documentary that dealt with yeah. a whole bunch of kids who went through that. Mm-hmm. Who, like, they were all born intersexed and the doctors, I don't know if they do it still now. I, I can only hope that they don't do it as often, but especially into the 90s, even doctors would pressure parents and be like no yeah. you don't want to have your child before and go to a party and not be able to take their clothes off to get changed because they'll have both mm-hmm. like you don't want them to go through that and that so does th- still happen now. yeah that's yeah. common well, that's i mean uh, the majority of cases sadly, sadly, doctors sadly. have the capability to be really fucked up we're still barely 50 years on from the ice pick lobotomy guy yeah. well that's true and yeah. but like that and there was a whole documentary about all these kids and all of them were like they chose wrong Mm-hmm. And they yeah. all said, and this is the point that the documentary was making, maybe a little ham-handedly because they it literally had all of them say it as part yeah. of their thing, which I always have a problem when you make people say the same line, like, I love say yes to the dress, not everyone needs to fucking say right. yes to the dress. Right. Like, that's not how that works. But all of them were saying, like, I wish they would have left me and made me choose. Mm-hmm. And they almost said it in that same way, and I'm like, I agree that we really shouldn't have that much, like... So what? When you're a four-year-old, no one should care what the fuck is between your legs. Really? Right. Like, especially, you know, yeah, maybe it's a little weird and you don't want the kids to laugh, so then have someone go into the bathroom. Even when we were in high school, there were guys who did not feel comfortable changing in front of each other and would go right. into the bathroom. Well, we're at it. Let's just normalize all bodies. Well, that, Bodies I mean, are wonderful. Exactly. And that, <laughs> I mean, that's good as well, but even just if the, your argument's going to be that kids will make fun of each other... So we can't control that. Kids will always make fun of each other about always. something. Right. So if you're that worried... Oh, if only we had some means of disciplining children when they do bad <laughs> shit. Well, no. If only no. we had some way to teach them about things. Yes, yeah. but if, have... only, if only we had some way of teaching our own children that they should be happy with the bodies they have. Yeah. Wow. I mean, oh my God. if they want plastic surgery, they should be allowed to get plastic surgery, Of course. Surgery too. I mean, there's that. You're right. Allowed, if they want. They shouldn't be forced to, but if they really would like to have elf ears, should let they... them staple away. Should, should they decide that, that their body needs to have a change that is not going to happen naturally on its own, please feel free. Yes, of your own volition and Exactly. Choice. Your decision, your body, you do what you want. Yeah, and I just... One of those feelings are consistent, persistent. Yeah. Yes. You decide your own pronouns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you pick your own thing, you do your own deciding. Uh, I just... And it's, it's, it's hilarious the way it's portrayed because that actress... Playing oh the aunt is just so over the top that I forgive it a little bit. Right. Yeah. I forgive that she is just blatantly abusing this child in the most horrible way, but I'm like, I still want you to have your own TV show that I can watch. <laughs> I think there's even, <laughs> please I, I be a Kardashian. Please be a Kardashian. I think there's even fan. there's a much more horrifying movie to be made just about Ricky and Angela's fucking home life. Yes. Right, their childhood. And, like, and how does like does Ricky know? That strange scene too. How does Ricky not know? Ricky has met his cousin before, yeah. right? So how does Ricky not know? Ricky he knows has lived what... in the same house with his cousin. But yeah, Ricky, I know. Knows. Ricky knows. But Ricky, I mean, like Ricky knew like both of his cousins. I presume they knew him. He had seen Angela before. Surely he could have figured out that hey, 
Angela looks an awful lot like whatever her brother's name was. Uh, well, my this undisclosed brother. This right. is my headcanon argument. I don't think they were cousins. I think they were half siblings. And I think mm. this woman was actually one of the gay dads' wife, and oh. was probably actually the mother of this child. No, I really want a little girl. It's gonna happen. Yeah, and I feel like maybe. Maybe they, you know, who knows their relationship. Maybe both dads brought a child into the mix and the child that was brought into the mix was the girl, but the one that survived was the boy. And so the mother was like, well, we really need a daughter. I wanted a daughter, you know, That's we right. already have a we'll son. Throw off the, yeah, but they're saying we're the statistics say I need two and a half children. Here's exactly. the half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing about that is like, this is, it is awfully strange that there's this moment when she finally is starting to get smoochy with like the boy who's been nothing but nice to her this whole movie. And all of a sudden she flashes back to one time when she saw like her oh, dad's so in bed. And that's true. Well, they go what? out of their way to to say homosexuality fucks up families. It does. <laughs> and it's um, so obnoxious because like um, the, the two dudes are having sex and the, their children are standing in the doorway and pointing and laughing and giggling loudly. Yeah, and, and I want to be like, it's not even that they're having sex; they're just kind of gazing and strangely yeah, petting well, each other. They're, they're having. <laughs> like, you understand though, this is also this was came out more or less concurrently or just slightly after Victor Victoria, whose big gay reveal was Alex Karras and Robert Preston sitting in bed in full PJs drinking tea. Yeah. That was hot. But Alex Karras could right. still totally hit it. I mean, yes, well, not still since he's well, they, dead. The point yeah. is that they that broke gay... the Hayes Code. You know, both yeah. of their, all yeah. four of their feet were inside of the bed. Oh, yes. That means they were sex happening. Right. right. Well, they were having what I assume is like what all straight people thought gay sex was in the 80s. <laughs> That's exactly so, like, right. They were just like one was slightly on top of Fucking the Rocky. other and they were like caressing slightly. Just like, like a Rocky Horror finger. elbow yeah. sex. Just, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what straight people all thought. They're like, they're having the sinful gayness right now. It's almost like they're already like, ew, a boy. I have to barely touch him. <laughs> I hate this, but I have to do it because I am a homosexual. Satan compels me. I, I love you so much, and I'm really turned on right now. Hang on, I'm going to make some tea. <laughs> I'm putting sugar in it, baby. Really, really, the children were going... Oh, no, it was only sinful if used, honey. Oh, no. no the children were in the, in the, in the hall going, the Literature. power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> That's why they were really pointing. Oh my like, God. Well, I, I wish that was true because then the daddies would be going, fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, let's go back to Alex Karras for a minute. Let's just have a moment. Oh. Hi, big burly daddy. Okay. Sorry. So now, Sorry. back Sorry. to this movie. I feel I'd a little bad me. about that. I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, Al- Alex Karras and Ted Levine. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> anyway. So we're done. It, we get, right. so, that's the you know. Are you gonna go have a shower now, Bob? Yes, I am. He hasn't had the pre-shower yet. I haven't had the pre-shower. <laughs> but I think that is, and the end. Bob is, is a cleanup queen. Is a cleanup queen all the way. It's like the, that was the best scene in the in the Neon Demon. Actually, they were they the were shower? very yeah they were very they were very conscientious about their cleanup. They, they were, were they were having lesbian sex, but yeah. they were getting cleaned up after eating. Were they? They were. were they were they, were they getting dirtier? <laughs> They they were cleaning up after eating. I think they were still eating in the shower. They might have been. Uh, dining at the Y. <laughs> dining at the oh, Y does not count. Do you think there was sentient holes I in that shower? I think there was definitely sentient holes in that shower. 
But it wouldn't it. be candy coated razor blades without a talk about sentient hearts. It would not. <laughs> yeah, Speaking not. of showers, can we talk about how Meg got sliced from top to bottom in the shower, somehow turned around and stayed upright until the old guy gets in the room and then and suddenly lost. falls out of the shower face first. <laughs> without blood. Lost no, no blood, blood no but blood. all the color in her back. Right. <laughs> really? I do love that she just she just sort of I wonder did, did they have somebody to like fling her body at him through the shower curtain? Much like cats? As if she were as if she were a cat. <laughs> yeah. I still want that job. That person was the body flinger. Yeah, the cat flinger, Bob the cat flinger. <laughs> Go into the scene, cat. Um all jump Hail scare. Fluffy. Jump scares brought to you by Bob. <laughs> I can see your car now, just like a cat flinging across the car. Right. If you touch the cat it meows. Two points. <laughs> when they run out of batteries. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that just. Oh, my God. It just kept going. It did. It, it did. did. <laughs> uh, no, I, but I, <sighs> I love just the weirdly inventive nature of these kills. All of right. them were like. Really? You're just gonna you're gonna flip over the canoe and kill him in the canoe and then move the canoe over to the land. Right. That girl planned a lot. A lot. She did. She a she lot. was she was she was like the Batman of camp killers right there. She's like she also, knew that was every interesting that every time they showed the killer's hands, they were it like a man's dark hands. brown. Well a man's because it was it was um, <laughs> right. it was actually a foreshadowing. Oh yeah. The, the mother of the daughter um did not want her to be the killer so the compromise was that she would never be in a scene where she killed someone oh so every time you saw someone's hands they were never her hands they were always the stunt actor's hands and yet apparently they had her she was okay with like the prosthetic penis no yeah at one point the, the, the missing head no the, her, the freaking head yeah, holding well, that she, head. she wasn't in that scene that was that was the stunt person. That was the stunt person with the oh, bad oh, ass. Oh, the male. Yeah. But at one point, they did fit her for a prosthetic penis. Because, because a 13-year-old girl with a fucking prosthetic right. penis is so appropriate. Can you imagine ever. that boardroom discussion? Like, okay, well, let's get some prosthetic penises out and put it on this 13-year-old girl and see what yeah. we think. Yeah, the, that's a good idea. The like, true boardroom discussion was, did they have to discuss the size of the penis? Like, what model <laughs> were they going to use for it? <laughs> Uh, uh, were they throwing out porn stars? Like, do we want John Holmes? Penis? You know, like I, I assume they would throw out straight porn stars. Uh, well, I mean, John Holmes was bi, so I, I don't know porn stars. <laughs> uh, there was that one guy who was like a bear, and he's bi. I knew Ron Jeremy. Yeah, I don't is think Ron Jeremy. No, I don't think Ron Jeremy's bi. bi. No, there was there is actually one. I think still he's like done... a current porn star. Oh, I have to look him up. It's not worth it. We don't care. Not really. Anyway. <laughs> We so, only care if he was coming to the podcast. Right. Coming to the podcast. Clean it up but when you're done. On your face. Cuso oh. style. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, with the cream oh. cheese. Ew. No, I want the Don't watch that movie. Don't. Just listen to our podcast. It's marvelous. It'll everything. Okay. Yeah. So, final thoughts on on Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway Camp. I mean, this is a classic of slasher fiction um it's still only gonna get like two fucking corn cobs in the eye but yeah it's it's a horrible movie but it's delightful because it's horrible it's one of those things so anyway what do you think alex um i would give it uh i'm i'm the devoted slasher person of the podcast so i give it um a solid four and a half out of five um fantastic uses for hair curlers what do you think brooke um, I think it's a solid four just for being like really classic uh, slasher horror movie film, but negative three for being 
<laughs> for being so Any kind of socially conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Even for the 80s. And strangely, yeah. when you were talking about the, uh, the, the death with the... Hair curler. It made me think. I don't know why, but it made me think of the death in Doctor Giggles with the Roto Rooter. Oh God! It's <laughs> one of my favorite deaths of all time. Uh, I've been seeing Doctor Giggles in forever. So horrified at the remembering yeah. oh, of that. No, no, no. Uh, this movie made me feel really nostalgic. Not just from like looking at the, at the like the VHS box art in the video store, yeah. um, but <laughs> just like the whole summer camp thing and like. Um, some of my formative little gay experiences happened at because camp. Mushroom Stamp everywhere really really so yes, that's, that's and, and also just the movies that i grew up watching slasher movies and all of that it's and, and it's a lot of fun i still want to remind people speaking of vhs box art that i am waiting on my big budget remake of frankenhooker get on it hen and lauder <laughs> uh, so, to dream so i'm gonna give <laughs> it eight? um i'm just gonna give it a solid three out of five completely inappropriate dick prints <laughs> Everywhere. Um, <laughs> definitely worth a watch. And yeah. he does want actually five out of five dick prints, but he's only worth giving them. A I only, three. I only felt good about maybe three of the dick prints in this movie. The rest yeah. of them, I was really. We need to make sure that the dick prints are of an, are of an yeah. appropriate age. So I, I did. Oh, I, I, that's why I focused on Ronnie so hard. I was like, okay, I'm just. <laughs> I know you're old enough. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can feel unambiguously happy about well, your dick prints. We need to maybe have podcasts in the future that don't necessarily focus on sex. Just saying. Just Why? a lie. Have you lie. met it's us? a horrible lie. There's not going to be one lie. of those. We could it take like will. a PG-13 horror movie about like churchgoers. Yeah, again. Uh, let's not reach above our station. We won't. We're just horny motherfuckers. <laughs> Sex is a thing and it's going to happen. All right. So if you have any questions or concerns well, or... before you end the podcast. What? No, God. <laughs> how, how do people reach you? He actually segued into the I was actually trying to do the real I ending this I time. Thought, what I do you thought mean? you were. I was we really actually excited. had something else we were going to talk about that we discussed at the beginning. Did we? We wanted to give Brooke a chance oh, we to did. talk about her thoughts on just transgenderism and horror yes. and what you might like to see, even. Like, Sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. So, I completely forgot because I'm a horrible person. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Better segues. So I, I think that. Um, a lot of the things that I, um, I talked about uh, about trans people in film, uh, if if people are interested in hearing that, they can listen to the uh, the show we did on Science of the Lambs. But what I would like to see, I think that's a really interesting interesting thing. What I want to see is trans characters played by trans people that aren't about them being trans; that uh-huh. they're just there in existence in normal life, just like really we are. Um, yeah, and that's that's what I was thinking when I was trying to because I couldn't imagine a horror movie that really it was either going to become the trans person has to be the killer because we can't spend an hour of our hour and a half movie talking about all the things about trans without making you the villain or something. Right. Yeah. So, but if you were just a trans person played by a trans actress just in a movie being the final girl, yeah. yeah, right. You know, just being like everyone else, nothing special. Right. That would probably be the best. That is next the best. Step. That's yeah. really right. the thing, because again, it's a it's about normalizing people, and ultimately beyond just being uh, a good thing to do, it actually would save lives. Mm-hmm. There's actually a really tricky thing about that because, uh, not not I I certainly agree, but like, it's almost because even by calling attention to the fact that you have a trans character in the film, it that. You've politicized that it, character you, to a degree. It's not even that you've politicized the character, but even just that because you've raised the issue, then it almost, like you know, the Chekhov's gun thing, basically almost suggests that you have to have a reason for doing it. And so I can see why that might be difficult. I think I think the best thing, I, I think we should have more trans roles played by trans actors. 
um, and it shouldn't be a big deal that they're trans. I almost think they need. I, I, it should be kind of transparent, and, uh, um, and not not an intentional horrible pun. It's just yeah. like <laughs> it, it was I was gonna pun. say right. it, was it should be like it should just be kind of no big deal. Um, right, and, agreed. But the way to make it no big deal yeah. is to let it be political. Yeah. No, that's it's, true. Well, it's everything's only, political. But it's only political. It's only, yeah. you know, the Chekhov's gun. It's only that thing in the first act that we have to find out about in the third right. because it's a thing. Yeah. Because we couldn't just have, um, what's her name from Orange is the New Black? I cannot think of her name. Laverne, Laverne Cox. Laverne Cox. Cox. We can't just put Laverne Cox in a Halloween movie and not have to talk about that it's Laverne Cox in a Halloween movie and that she is a trans actress. Mm-hmm. I think we right. have to have, like... Let's just throw out a number. Let's say ten roles in a successive amount of years where that just happens, and we have to keep talking about it right until yeah. it gets boring. Well, right. Right. That's what I was thinking, though. I mean, if you if you put Laverne Cox in a Halloween movie, you you don't even need to raise any issues of of right people know yeah. her That's gender fans. in the movie. She's just Laverne Cox. She's an actress in this movie. Yeah, yes. and any that conversation that's going to take place takes place in the meta around the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this it just it's not a plot point and it's not um, just sort of shoehorned in. Yeah. It's it is, I don't know. Just uh, it's all very normal, and then right. the conversation can happen. I mean, uh, well, I, unfortunately, the, outside going, of the realm going of the movie, on what it doesn't Alex... have to happen diagetically. Going on what on, on what Alex was saying with that, it, it happened. It has to be kind of this evolution yeah. of yeah. of push. representation in film. Because I mean, we we first you know when we first saw gay people in in media, soap you know, soap dish. Soap you know, dish. Up up until around that point, we had the gay villain. We had the obviously flamboyant. I'm in the closet, but I'm not really gay, gay. You know, we, we had to have that progression. And then, of course, when it came, finally came to game. be the tragic, yes. yeah. the tragic, game. the tragic game, where we have yeah. movies like, you know, the boys in the band and Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia yeah. and all that stuff where we had to mountain. be the tragic hero mm-hmm. of the whole piece. So unfortunately, we do have to see that in media to get the representation that we want. It's not perfect. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think the difference is between, like, what... I understand exactly what you're saying, Andy. Yeah. But I think it's worth it to have that one throwaway line, that this is a trans person. Mm-hmm. That it's not just Laverne Cox playing a woman because she is such a versatile trans actress that she can be a woman. But, mm-hmm. like, give that one line where she's like, it's so hard to be a trans woman. And then never bring yeah. it up again. Yeah, exactly. You know, just so, like, no one can argue that she was just playing a woman and she's just so pretty, she's right. not really a trans person. But, like, give up that one throwaway line and then you know it, no one can deny it again. Mm-hmm. And then never bring it up. It doesn't matter ever issue. again. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you're being chased by a killer, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't what, matter. What, what kind of, what right. bits you have and it how they work. You can make it like like the like the the not really old old lady in the night of something strange where she's being chased by the killer and she's still smoking while yeah, she's right. across exactly. the floor. Like, you, know, or... you don't want her like crawling across the floor away from the killer and being like, by the way. Like trans. Trans. Yeah, we don't we, we don't need a character to like wheel up in their wheelchair and be like, mm-hmm. I'm a transgendered uh, African American Jewish amputee, and now I will run from the killer. <laughs> like, it just needs to be like the right. one drop line of like, right. oh yeah, it's really difficult being a trans woman and trying to date, and then have a yeah. man be interested in her and be like, I don't care about that, and then we never right. bring it up right. again. Never bring it up again. Yeah, it's like it doesn't have to be the focus, but right. we can't pretend like. You know, awesome. Laverne Cox was Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. And I have problems with that because I don't think a woman 
should ever be Frankenfurter. Agreed. If a right. woman was going to be Frankenfurter, I want that woman to be like full on lesbian drag king, right? Huge dildo in her pants, right. Buzz cut. Like, I want right. you to be a gender bender. I don't feel like Laverne, as a trans woman, Laverne Cox, she did, in essence, bend her gender as part of her identity, but she is not to this day actively gender bending. Right. She Agreed. is now living her actual gender. Right. So, her being like big, boxy, you know, wearing corsets, I'm Frankenfurter. I was kind of like, because right, Frankenfurter. Woman being a woman. Yeah. Right. Like you're just because Frankenfurter is not a trans gendered person. No. He is a trans. Vestite. Vestite. He was getting his kicks through dressing up as a exactly. woman. He right. wasn't Just living his life. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know. And let's be fair, that remake should never have happened. Ryan I, Murphy needs to There were parts the that I liked. The remake, you know, I am perfectly okay with the remake happening. Did it need that cast? Did it need to be done the way it right. was? No and no. Right. And did it need to be as shiny as it was? I'm like, ben Hollywood Vereen. has a thing about, like, we want everything to be so pretty and chromey and shiny, and mm. Rocky Horror was so, like, I almost want to go back and it's do dingy. like yeah. bleach blonde well, German was... Frankenfurter. Right. Like make him just the most horrible German stereotype in the world mm-hmm. and give him a bleach cut that looks terrible. Well, Rocky right. Horror was a riff on like old B movies. It was. So yeah. it was like these really shitty old B movies. Yeah, on sets. RKO things. And... Yeah. You know, and I understand that the, the point of doing that the way they did it was because it was supposed to be a representation of the play. There was supposed to be an audience there watching, but. No, just and remake I, a movie. And I actually, right. I, I could have seen them do, instead of doing like the old 20s and 30s kind of stuff, do like a Flash Gordon version of Rocky Horror. Right. Oh. Do the bad 70s right? stuff. Yeah. Like, make them just have those kind of obnoxious, giant, un, unuseful, like useless costumes. Right. You know, make Frank, make have Laverne Cox and give her just the shortest little buzz cut and give her like a 15 inch dildo that mm-hmm. just barely fits in her pants. You know what? What they should have done, um, they should have had, if Laverne Cox was going to be like doing Frankenfurter, yeah. she should have been more like androgynous. Yeah. They should have gone 100% like USDA grade A fucking Grace Jones in like yep. fucking the, the Conan movie that she was in. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but I that would have kicked ass. See, I would have, ca- and honestly, if I was casting, Laverne Cox would have been Columbia in 10 seconds. Yep. Oh, I yes. After Columbia, I would have given her the biggest... Higher than God, Texas hair, and I put would, her in tap shoes, made her boobs right? bounce everywhere. And I, I would have had, like, Leah Delaria as yeah, Frank. Yeah, I would have been like, I would have looked at Laverne Cox and been like, are you okay if the whole world's going to see your boobs? Because I want them to just be bouncing out of your your, your bra. Yeah, I'm, like, I want to normalize your femininity so yeah. much that yeah. no one is going to remember anything right. else. Mm-hmm. I just want to shame Ryan Murphy away from ever doing anything to see, do with music again. Yeah. I, I like Ryan Murphy. I think he has a lot of good ideas. I just think there are, he is His a person... His follow-through sucks. He is a person He's that a... needs yes. other people to help communicate his ideas. I have never right. seen anything by him that I ever thought was any good. Well, I think, too, he I, also needs somebody who will be around to say no. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> everybody else is like, yes, Ryan, yes, yeah. yes. I'm going to make a whole to be so like, money. I'm going to make a whole season in a of American bit, Horror Story about maybe, the election. No, yeah. honey, no, honey. No, no, no baby, no, don't no. Do that. I've literally only seen popular. the first episode of this I I refuse to watch anymore. It was just that bad. Yeah, I've heard I loved Popular, but only because of Mary Terry. Exactly. And so have you ever seen Popular? Yes, Okay, did you, did you ever see it when it was on? Okay, so Brooke has, Andy hasn't, just in case, uh, obviously my pointing and the sh- head shaking <laughs> did not communicate this through the podcast. No. What? Um, but Popular was this show about these two girls forced to live with each other. My favorite thing was they had a girl's bathroom that was the size of this living room, was humongous, had three couches, had a full set of lockers. In a high school. Had 15 vanity mirrors, I swear to you, with all lit like, just the most gorgeous, 
and the, the toilets were actually in a separate room behind this little alcove. So the girls would just come and hang out. It's right. Is that not what women's bathrooms are just naturally like? I mean, I, if they were, I would just hang out there too. I'd be like, no one cares. I don't care what you got in right, there. They've all got couches. Right. Because yeah. I've never, I, I don't know. I just need to pee. I literally right. don't know. Right. Like, no. It, it, and then there was this character, Mary Cherry, Bob's favorite. I love her. Everyone's favorite, really. And Mary Cherry was just legitimately psychotic. Yeah. She would just do things like take hits out on people and try to have them killed. Mm -hmm. She tried to run over other characters with her car on multiple the occasions. The episode where she finally gets a lobster. <sighs> she she carries around a lobster around her high school because she's wanting to fatten it up before she mm -hmm. eats it. And she's like playing with it and telling everyone to be, you know, be nice to it. <laughs> and then she eats it at the high school in front of everyone so they can see how large and big it was. She was, she was, she was a character, character outside of reality, which mm -hmm. is what I think Ryan Murphy does the best. Yeah. Yeah. Is when he has like everyday normal life and then we get reality so that um <laughs> this extra <laughs> yeah so that they have this character that is completely outside of all of that yeah so it's almost um sort of like a, a she's like the britney s pierce type. from glee yeah she's, yeah it's We're, kind of like a reverse savage steve holland like uh like in better off dead where john cusack is the only sane person right. in a world kind of, of people yeah being or have you ever nuts. seen idiocracy yeah yeah where um uh, what's his face i know don't remind me because it's what is his name no, the main character that's not an idiot. Oh, he's... All I can think is Paul Rudd, and I don't think it was Paul Luke, Rudd. No, he's Luke one Wilson? of the brothers. Luke, Luke Wilson. Was it Luke yes. Wilson? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so he's it's like Luke Wilson is the normal person, and everyone else is insane. Yeah. Except if Luke Wilson, Wilson was the crazy person, and everyone else was perfectly normal. So it's like the opposite of, you know, our soon to be. Well, I mean, technically in Idiocracy, he was the crazy one and everybody else was normal for living in that society. But No, no, let's not normalize that society, we, even no, in the, the no, thrill of I the know, movie. I know, I know. It's no. not. I think I'm related to several water. people who were in that movie. Plants need water. Do. Don't send energy to the evil things. No. Oh, God. But yeah, no, no. and I, so that, so I'm on board. That's what Brooke was saying, getting back to the topic. Um, you know, I, Sorry, I, wait, what, what topic were we yeah, on? We went on our Ryan Four Murphy tangent. hours we later. Did. Yeah. Um, I, and that was, that was the same thought I came to when I was trying yeah. to think of like, because I just, we, we can't, I mean, we should spend whole movies talking about transgenderism, sure. but in a horror movie, the only way to do that is going to mean an evil transgender killer. Right. Yeah. And Which it sucks. And it I would love to get so to the hard. point when we can have a transgender killer and it not be a stereotype. Like, yet again, they get to drop their one line mm -hmm. and just be an evil motherfucker because gay people can be evil motherfuckers and so can, oh my God, the what? stupid microphone. What is he doing? All right, what so we're you... back to the microphone facing my mouth. It's not going to move again. <laughs> what are you doing to I don't know it? what I'm doing. It's the just moving. The cord is heavy and it's twisting the microphone. The microphone's like, you're yelling He's at me. He's playing with the cord. So I wasn't mean. playing with it. I was trying to He's hold so the cord mean. up. Oh. I don't know what it's doing either, Andy. Your microphone is enamored by Bob, and it just keeps it trying really to gaze is. lovingly at him. <laughs> it's just like, it I am tired of it. hearing you talk about this. It I'm just going to go it. over But yeah, that is, a, yes. The microphones are great. But no, you, you are absolutely correct. We we do need to normalize <laughs> everyone. We do. Uh, and no matter what, what, whether it's gender, whether it's race, everyone needs to have representation. Mm -hmm. And part of that representation is, yes, I'm going to be a villain, but we need to be able to... to yeah, you can't live in a world where it's always the it's, villain now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You we, have to be without that world for a while before it makes sense to be a villain again. Exactly. Yeah. Gay people are normally not the villains anymore. 
in Disney right. movies. We are still, however, unfortunately, comic relief. And yeah, still we're always going to be comic relief, though, because... I mean, that, and that is, granted, as a people, we are hilarious. Well, and the truth of the matter is, <laughs> I am 100% for inclusion and making sure there are good, strong characters, mm-hmm. but we are still minorities. We are. Yeah. So the, the entertainment is made for the masses. It can't yeah. always have a gay character. And uh, even if just us being comic relief is at least we're at the table. Yeah. As long as the comic relief isn't that we're gay, or the comic relief isn't that the person is trans, but just right. that they are a funny person right. that happens right. to be, yeah. I can live with that. Right. You know, I'm okay with those moments. Just like you know, there. I'm sure um, there's a, there's a point with when black people have to say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm okay with being included as long as my race is not the joke right as long as that's not a minstrel show yeah as long as i'm not the magical black person who's going to solve all <laughs> right. your problems right so you i know you said minstrel show and i know that when you, you said that i, did I the heard same thing. i actually yeah. thought Damn you it. were i thought it was mince leave this in, in, in my head i was hearing it spelled Mom. m-e-s m-e-n i can't spell it right now. <sighs> oh my but god we, we know we get it we get it we get it the truth is Fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think it can be boiled <laughs> down to that. I think yeah. in terms of representation, like the um like Elm Street Two was like a big, big yeah, part. It of was my, was part of my super upbringing. progressive when you look at it. Well, because but, but it was also it was completely hidden. It right. was totally celluloid closeted. Yeah, and, and that's what they did. But this one, uh, it actually it was blatantly celluloid closeted. Right. Though. And, I mean, and they how brought it, they brought it out it? in really interesting ways. And like when I was like I had, I mean I attached to that movie. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was like maybe twelve when I saw it, and like that was my favorite. Still is my favorite Elm Street. Like, because like here's a, somebody that I can actually relate to. I didn't know I was gay. I didn't even know he was gay, but he was just this you like felt it. he was this mm-hmm. weirdly sensitive guy, and he was a guy who was the main character of a horror movie. He was a guy who was scared. Right. He was a guy who could be scared. He was a guy who didn't. Um, who was, you know, he he didn't do manly guy things he wasn't stoic he right. doesn't beat the shit out he of anybody. panicked panicked a lot he screams yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, and, you he know broke down you know what i think is the best part about nightmare on street too he mm. did yeah now um we all like that well yeah was, <laughs> i hate the ending though. coach right. oh but, but you mean when meryl streep through the power of love brings him through his gayness into straightdom Yes. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I'm sorry. I just Fucking enjoy the, um, yeah. No, what what I think the, was the best part of that was it was kind of being representative of gay culture uh, in that he was trying to be vilified, but he was fighting around it, trying making sure that he was not being made into the villain. Yeah. I understand that. So yes, they took the girl in to rescue him. Blah blah. Well, blah, it's, blah, it's, blah. it's, it's, it's really, the TV but, trope. Everything yeah. has to come back to zero. Exactly. We can't have a hidden progressive message that doesn't come back to zero. Otherwise, right. you aren't accepting the hidden message. Right. Yeah. You know, we can't code gay people into, you know, culture without being able to code them right back out. Right. You know, that's the point of a movie. And I think the other thing to recognize um, in this argument of, you know, gay people, trans people, is lesbians mm-hmm. still really aren't recognized right. in culture. Like, they are still the joke. Right, yeah. because in any kind of you know mainstream media, a lesbian is m- either going to be portrayed as extreme bull dyke, right, or, or a sexual lesbian, sexual yeah. fantasy, right? Yeah, yeah. They, especially a, in porn, a sexually available woman. Yes, yeah, right. Porn. Right. So, it's like the the Handmaid's Tale, not the Handmaid's Tale, Handmaiden. 
Yeah. Handmaiden was a, a Korean Japanese movie that came out this last year. Fantastic film, mm-hmm. but and includes like really good lesbian characters up until the very end when it becomes like every straight man's uh-huh. Asian lesbian fantasy where oh, they're God. like, let's put the bells in our vagina. <laughs> Like, that's actually how the movie ends. They put oh my God, no. Um, but, like, up to that point, it's this really harrowing story about, like, manipulation and creating plans. And then mm-hmm. you get to the end, and it's seriously, like, two incredibly thin, gorgeous Asian women giggling while they literally, like, take humongous bells and then go slip into their vaginas. And it's like, well, this this, this one moment really just, <laughs> ooh, we drove back this train quite significantly. Wow. You know, and it's it's that thing where it's like, Ooh, this was a really progressive movie about lesbians in the world, and, and then you see it coming, love. and you're like, no, and you're no, like, oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, it went, it they went did in, it, it went oh, in, yeah. oh god, you did oh, it, god. damn you. <laughs> the, 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 the director goes to the producer and he's like, I have this really interesting idea for a movie. It's about these two lesbians, and they do amazing things. Go on. But then it <laughs> ends with musical. Well, and, then he, and he's like. The producer's like, okay, I'm, I'm not really... Like that, can they put bells in what? their vaginas? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I got my finger on the pulse of the, of the country. Like, uh, everybody wants to see uh, little bells go up the hoo-ha. Not little. Not uh, little. <laughs> they uh, are like small baseballs of giant golden bells. Just, I was just like, there's Are they getting parts. ready for the ping-pong ball trick? Is... No, no, it's, ping a, pong it's ball. an old Japanese ping fairy pong tale. Ping-pong balls? What are you, Bob? About... An um, a husband who gave his wife a set of bells for her birthday, and to show her affection and love, she put them up there. And whenever she would walk in, she would keep her legs so tight that they would just make a little, a tiny little, little jingle, jingle jangle when she would ease her way into the room at night to be with him. <laughs> this is a lot of this movie is about a Korean man having his semi-Japanese daughter read. Japanese sex stories to other horny men and then selling the stories for a high price. This is why Asia has a negative birth rate. No, China has a negative birth rate because they killed their daughters for many, many years and now have a country filled with men. actually tragic, Bob. It is. That is is a legit issue that will destroy the Chinese people. Well, I mean, and Japan has a negative birth rate because Japanese men are super sexist and Japanese women don't have anything to do with them. So, Well, the Japanese culture, as much as we all might love it, is very racist. It is. They are very racist, racist people. Sexist. I love them and I love their culture, but every once in a while I'm like, ooh, honey, just, I mean, no. just move it on. Let's pretend like we didn't have that black character in your anime right, right now because that was real bad. Uh, woo! I mean, woo! Find all, another anime. They also made Boba 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 Boba, so. We, uh, oh, Anyway, so, what we have is an episode about Sleepaway Camp and a bonus episode about everything else in the world. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> the, more, the more flighty and useless the movie was, the more depressing the after movie comes. Exactly. It kind of is, yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. So, if you want to get a hold of us, go, Bob. Right. If you want to get a hold of us, lay eggs on our brain, just you know, smack me around with um, an oar. Those are all Bob things. Oh, there are. The rest yeah. of us. No, please don't. Please keep your eggs out of my brain. Except, well, I mean, I'm the one in charge, I guess. So anyway, <laughs> email us at bob at candycoatedrazor.com. Uh, visit the website at candycoatedrazor.com. And you can also see me on Twitter at at candyrazorbob. And you can email me at podcasthorror at gmail.com and follow me on Twitter at zanmanhorrorfan. That's X-A-N-M-A-N horrorfan. And you can find me on Twitter. I don't know why you'd want to. At uh... Really sell it, Andy. <clears throat> sell it. Yeah. Oh, shut up, Andy. Oh, H, shut up, Andy. Uh, and don't forget, by the way, whatever platform you happen to be listening to us on, um, 
subscribe, rate the podcast, like it, do whatever thing they give you to do that review you, it thank you'll you will be yes. popular yeah. the more you interact like with this stuff the more other people can find this stuff and it's good when other people listen to things that we like is it not yes, we want to be popular we don't have the rights to that song stop it oh if we're singing it for parody reasons we can do whatever we want we have sung more copywritten things on the show than anything else we have, we have. so if you want to get in touch with me you can email me at oh my god it's a boat <laughs> Thank you. And on that note, we're out, kids. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Candy Coated Razorblade podcast is distributed under Creative Commons License 3.0. Attribution, non commercial, share alike. Visit us on the web at www.candycoatedrazor.com. Theme music for this episode is 13 Monsters by Lightning Bolt. Visit them on the web at www.laserbeast.com.